Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for June 21st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land. The Constitution for the United States of America is our guide. The checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful Restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. A quick recap of yesterday's show we had on Lowell Nelson campaign for liberty.org doing a phenomenal job. We talked about this incredible tribute to Father's Day by J.P. Sears, a well-known comedian, but serious for once. <laughs> Always poignant in his, um, in his uh, comedianship, if you will, in his drawings and in his efforts there, but uh, uh, an incredible column article this time. We talked about Father's Day is not only a time to celebrate role models, the dads and father figures in our lives. But it's also a reminder of the responsibility we have to our children. I believe that it's our duty as fathers to set the tone of our culture, lead by example, and stand up for our family, our community, and our country, he says. Amen to that. We, the First Presidency of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and the Council of the Twelve Apostles, solemnly proclaim that marriage between a man and a woman is ordained of God, and the family is central to the Creator's plan and destiny for His children. All human beings, male and female, are created in the image of God. Each is a beloved spirit, son, or daughter of God, and as such has a divine nature and destiny. Gender is an essential characteristic of premortal, mortal, and postmortal, or an eternal identity and purpose. By divine design, fathers are to preside over their families in love and righteousness and are responsible to provide the necessities of life for their children and their families. Mothers are primarily for the nurture of their children, but mothers and fathers are equal partners and must help one another. Anyway, we talked about that in detail because it relates directly to the role of a traditional God-ordained father. We also talked about Lowell Nelson attending the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, venues all over the country, touring and understanding the history of the church. They started out in New York as Joseph Smith Jr. restored the gospel of Jesus Christ to the earth all the way to the Olympic state of Utah is the rich history. Anyway, he studied it and uh, brought forth a lot of interesting, fantastic things that he learned. We also wrapped up the hour with Lowell Nelson talking about the road to nuclear Armageddon. That's a talk that Lou Rockwell, uh, Lou Rockwell gave, lourockwell.com. To learn more, is there anything we can do to de-escalate the situation? Ron Paul says we should end our involvement in NATO. It's disaster and it's just war. The same people who imposed COVID tyranny on us now want us to risk war with Russia. We must stop them at all costs. Amen to that reality check. Second hour yesterday we had on Dr. Scott Bradley. 
that we talked about Juneteenth is now a U.S. holiday, truly a day of division marked by controversy. You know, they talk about the hypocrisy of honoring Juneteenth while condemning critical race theory. All right, the bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a white person, there's no way to celebrate this holiday. Okay? You're an enemy. You're a racist. It's core centrally. You can't stop it. You'll never get over it. See, these holidays they're creating nowadays are replacing the traditional patriotic days. Okay, they're calling Juneteenth Independence Day. Well, that was what July 4th was for. But see, they're getting rid of July 4th. They're calling it a white man's holiday. And they're replacing it, at least hopefully, with Juneteenth, a black man's holiday. And instead of a, a general patriotic, let's stand together for George Washington, devolved into President's Day. And now we've got Martin Luther King Day, and we don't even have George Washington Day. And slowly but surely, they're replacing all these holidays that used to be patriotic with divisionary days. All in a divide-and-conquer, communist-style Hegelian dialectic. We need to reject it, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, the FDA authorizes COVID shots for kids under five, and the CDC recommends COVID-19 for children, COVID-19 vaccines for children, um, as young as six months. So the FDA and the CDC now both aboard. Now, Rand Paul quizzed down Anthony Fauci, the supposedly top doctor on this thing. Paul asked Fauci if he could cite any statistics or any studies that show that COVID booster shots reduce hospitalization and death in children. Fauci could not. Quote, right now there is not enough evidence. There's not enough data that has been accumulated for us to validate that that is the case, he said. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're literally forcing these shots on children. We're literally having the government endorse these shots, even though they have no evidence, not enough data whatsoever, blatantly admitted by supposedly the top doctor in America. But yet they're going for it. Hook, line, and sinker. It is insane. In fact, only one governor has the guts to stand up against it. Ron DeSantis of Florida said... Hey, I'm not providing state support for the vaccinations. Dissenters said that parents could still give the shots to their children if they want to, but we're not bringing it in. We're not paying for it. We're not subsidizing it. We're not partnering in this. We're not standing in the way, but we're not partnering. The mainstream press trying to attack Ron and manipulating what he said. Uh, and Ron basically now is saying, hey, they're lying to you, ladies and gentlemen. Your government is literally lying to you about what I said and where we stand in Florida. The only state to stand up. What a sad tale to tell, but good for Ron. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's show. Without further ado, news that I refuse to use starts now. The good Sheriff Richard Mack with me, CSPOA.org. Welcome back, sir. Sam, thanks so much. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. All right, quickly, only 24 states and the District of Columbia are giving workers day off since Biden declared it. That's Juneteenth, a federal holiday uh, in 2021. Only 24 states are willing to kind of back that and give people the day off. It is a divisive holiday, to say the least, sir. It is. I, I uh, completely forgot about it being a holiday yesterday, uh, probably five or six times. Uh, I still don't understand it and how quickly it became one. And I didn't know that the president got to declare holidays for us. Um, but obviously, yeah, he may, hold on. He yeah. makes law, sir. Don't you know that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. I know he's in the well, wrong government. Nobody cares anymore. No one understands and nobody no, cares. No, 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 nobody cares. And 
you know, I there, there's Sam. We said before the show there is so much to talk about today, uh, and th- there is. It just keeps going on and on, and you you always think it can't get any worse. Uh, and I'm not I'm not saying that the holiday is making it worse. What I'm saying is the whole attitude in Washington that they just believe they can do anything they want, uh, and especially the president, and he's. Uh, he's gotten away with it so long. The position of president has gotten away with it so long. Uh, and, and it just really makes me cringe and laugh when any of these Democrats in Washington start talking uh, and referring to the Constitution. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the first time she ever talked about the Constitution was when Trump was president, as if you know she cares at all about any of the constitutional provisions you know they don't care about freedom of speech they don't care about freedom of religion uh certainly i don't know who has destroyed uh the freedom associated with freedom of the press and the purpose for which that was put in the first amendment but the, it's just one destruction after another uh and now republicans are joining with them in washington as if the uh, proliferation of guns is responsible for gun crime. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous. And this kind of brainwashing, when you see relatively uh, intelligent people, uh, and I had a student in high school I thought was the stalwart student in my entire class of all of them, probably the, all the years I was there, she was a brilliant uh, and she totally believed that gun control would work if it was done the right way, she said, if it was done the right way. And I'm shocked that her parents are not just absolutely horrified by the things she was saying and believing. Well, they probably but taught it's her obvious those things. that it's true. Well, no, they didn't. I don't think so. Her, her dad was quite a gun uh, advocate. And uh, so I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe her mom, maybe that's like, because I don't know her mom's views, but her, her dad was very much into the second amendment so well people and, and are when she was, this false sense of security with these red flag laws they believe somehow we don't really have oh, to I give, know, our, out, give our guns up outright but what we exactly. got to do is we got to kind of limit guns we got to have you know and what you're really doing is put your foot in the door for who's going to decide see that's why these red flag laws or these red flag gun laws are unconstitutional folks who's going to decide what and how and and all that kind of stuff. Right. And the problem is it gives government this list to say, well, hey, mentally ill shouldn't have gun, blind people shouldn't have gun, deaf people, you know, they, and, and we go on and on and on with this list. And what we need to understand is there's no authority to take away someone's God-given inalienable or, or unalienable right to self-defense codified in the Second Amendment. It's the law. Or, and they all want to change it and manipulate it. <clears throat> but yeah. we let them. They, or it, you're what? Yeah, it, well, you see, it violates... Uh, the Fifth Amendment, as well as taking property without due process, uh, they they think they can just come and take it because they're going to make everybody safer and they can enter your home uh, and violate every principle of freedom and take your gun, take your property without. Ladies due and gentlemen, process. red flag laws are simply unconstitutional. That's the bottom line. There's no check and balance. There's no authority. Uh, you got to ask the question: Which law? takes precedence if you have a gun law in the books or the supreme law which takes precedent huh liberty roundtable live 
As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Calling all patriots. Come meet a modern-day hero, Tom Jones, on day 68 of his 76 marathons in 76 days on behalf of the American Village West. We'll be at the Liberty Hall in Far West, Utah, on Friday evening, June 24th at 5 p.m. There will be free food and drinks. Who is Tom Jones? Loving Liberty's Sam Bushman interviewed him on day one in Alabama just moments before he began his first marathon. Get to know Tom at unitedwepledge.org. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power, the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him, the beast, his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. All right, the good sheriff, Richard Mack and Sam Bushman on your radio, CSPOA.org. We're talking about this um, red flag unconstitutionality, folks. It's bogus, and we need to stand up against it. Everyone should be absolutely livid that the Republicans are turning against us all on this. They're saying, well, maybe we can have some, uh, you know, um, maybe we can. Uh, it's a shame, folks. It's criminal. They don't have any authority. It's wrong. It needs to stop. Richard Mack was the key person to stop Bill Clinton back in the day when it was the Brady Bill. Eerily, 25 years later, the same issue is on tap. Why don't they read your Supreme Court case, Sheriff? I don't get it. I just don't understand. We're right back in the same spot we were. Sadly, yeah, this time, and, I don't uh, think we have a Richard Mack to stop him. Yeah, your friend and mine, uh, Ron Burns, a uh, freeze-dry guy, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, he said that uh, my Supreme Court case bought the Second Amendment about uh, 25 years. Uh, and, and he said that a lot. Almost every time we talked, he he's reminded me of his opinion about that. And uh, it appears right now uh, that he's absolutely correct, because here it comes again. Uh, here And the IRS and federal agencies are buying up ammunition. And uh, it's not because they need it. It's because they're trying to make it unavailable and price and and the price go up to where the average uh, citizen cannot afford it anymore, because the Second Amendment says nothing about regulating ammunition. So they're going to go after that, as if they respected the Second Amendment at all. But it, it is it is a quote to them a lawful way uh, to make it difficult for 
law-abiding citizens to yeah, get it. It might, it might be lawful access. in a manipulated, dishonest way, but it's unethical and immoral. Let me give you an example. If I have the right to keep and bear arms, that right shall not be infringed. And if a re- well-regulated militia is <clears throat> necessary for the pre- preservation of a free state, then it really highly, um, you know, the, the reference is that we need to defend the state, not the general government, first of all. So it's, right. it's the militia relates to the states, if you will. Uh, but furthermore, if I have a right to keep and bear arms, that will not be infringed. Taking away my ammunition is infringing on my right to bear arms. Because to walk Correct. around with a piece of metal that can't fire because there's no ammunition is bogus. So again, this is where they take license to manipulate. But ladies and gentlemen, understand the intent of the founding fathers, which was self-defense individually, but also collectively to stop out-of-control government from destroying our liberties, from violating our rights, uh, from turning us into a tyranny. And you cannot do that with ammunition. So therefore, you know what? They're on shaky ground. But again, gun rights are serious. And here's what tells me you got red flag and false flag. Red flag is when they want to take away our guns. False flag is when they want to use guns against us. And here's what's being done. The latest false flag confusion in Valverde, Texas. They never attempted to even unlock the door to the two classrooms where uh, this guy shot and killed these people. Um, I guess he shot and killed 21 people May 24th. Now, that's what the San Antonio Express News is reporting. Okay. It turns out that they didn't even try the door, Sheriff. And it turns out that due to a malfunction, the same malfunction that let the outside door, let the shooter in, uh, is the same. The doors weren't even locked. They never even tried. They were there for over an hour. They were looking for keys, they claim, but they never even tried the doors. And video surveillance shows uh, that they never even went up with, to try the doors. Uh, and now this is being the latest scandal in this situation. So let's take away the guns. Uh, but yet, you know what? We're going to lie and confuse on this topic, and, and the, the list never ends. Now we heard the door was uh, propped open by a teacher. Then, of course, it was not. But yet the door was unlocked, and he got it anyway due to a malfunction. Now the same thing with these doors to these classrooms. They weren't even locked as the latest. Sheriff? Yeah, I saw that, and, and uh, I also saw uh, some people in law enforcement uh, making excuses for some of that, uh, saying that the uh, officers have been uh, threatened with lawsuits and jail time. So, of course, they're not going to be aggressive in pursuing uh, an active shooting situation uh, because that's all they're thinking about is uh, the the repercussions that are going to happen to them if they shoot somebody or if they accidentally shoot a child uh, in one of the classrooms or, or whatnot. Uh, and I'm going to tell you that I think that's completely bogus. Uh, in an in a active situation like that, cops aren't thinking that. Uh, and if they if they are, then there's something wrong with them, uh, because this is the training they get uh, every month, every police academy. Uh, this is this is the thing that you forget everything else. That uh, you're sitting there, saying, these kids are being shot in there, and you're wondering if you you should do something because you might get sued. That's bull. Uh, I'm going to put that right in the bull loney file. Uh, there should be one thing in your mind, and this is like I say, this is every bit of training. There is no training. Oh, you might get sued if you go in into an active situation where where children are being used as target practice. 
No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a, I'm totally, I don't believe that. I don't buy that. Even if it's part of the truth, uh, even if it were a little bit valid, which in some situations it might be, but this is when you save the lives of children. And that's the only thing you're thinking about. Uh, and for, uh, any, any officer to be hesitant in that moment, um, uh, I, I don't buy it. Uh, and uh, if they were thinking that, then there's something wrong with them. It's not. I'm not going to blame society on that. I'm not going to go there. Amen. But but uh, not even trying the doors. There. Yeah, exactly. Well, what about not even and, trying the doors though? I don't even understand that. But, By human nature, even if you want to get in somewhere, you know no, what? Even ridiculous. though even though five guys tells you the door's locked. I'm not buying it. the doors that. locked, yeah. Sam. People go up and try it again anyway, just cause, right? I mean, I'm not. It, it, something's wrong, Sheriff. Well, what was wrong was that chief of police and probably some of his own political views. But uh, it was it was crazy that he ever did. What, what, you know, that he didn't say, "Okay, everybody, uh, attack. Uh, let's get uh, let's get this uh, going." And the first officer, if I had to wait for uh, if I had to wait for backup, I would go in by myself. There, most officers have. In fact, the Border Patrol officer asked a, a restaurant or bar owner, wherever he was at the time, I think he was at a restaurant you know, at the time of day, and he asked for, if he had a gun, and he was going to go in, and he went, uh, because that's the attitude of a police officer at that time, and that's exactly what it should be. You go in, and, and you have, and you do everything you can. Um, you have a responsibility. Uh, to save life, and especially with children. And uh, so, yeah, you, well, you do your you job a, at that time. Let me give you a kindergartner 101. If you hear a door's locked and people tell you a door's locked and you think a door's locked because the doors are supposed to automatically lock and you have people being murdered inside, the first thing you do is try the door, Sheriff. Yeah, yeah. or you, or if you think it's locked, then you kick it open or you get the battering ram uh, You just like you use on a no-knock warrant, and you uh, smack that door open. And some uh, large, loud sound like that is going to very much startle the shooter, and he's going to do what they all do, and they give up, they put the gun down, or they shoot themselves. And that needed to happen immediately. Or they they panic and run. If they think they can get away, they try to make a run for it or whatever. Right, right. All right, so, so they're pushing these unconstitutional red flag laws when the police in Uvalde, Texas, never even tried the door. Most likely it was open surveillance tapes show the latest scandal in this weird scenario where now, um, you know what, we see over and over and over they try to use these um, red flag laws and false flags to take away law-abiding citizens' guns. Meanwhile, the border look, leaks like a sieve sheriff. Turns out now that Joe Biden releases over 1 million illegal border crossers in the U.S. since taking office. You want to respond to this one? Uh, This this is so astonishing and such a catastrophe and such a disaster. Uh, And he never addresses it. And he assigned the vice president uh, uh, to be the, (laughs) the border czar. Uh, and to come up with some sort of plan. Uh, And the main comment she's made about it is uh, a reporter asked her, well, have you ever even been to the border? 
And she goes, no, but I've never been to Europe either. Uh, you know, stupidity like that. And, and then this lady wants to be president of the United States. Uh, it's astonishing how far they've allowed the border to go. Uh, I'm still shocked that uh, Arizona and Texas, I'm not, I, I'm not shocked about New Mexico and California because we know what radical leftists they are. And they want the Democrats to get more votes, and so that's why they're letting them in. But it has nothing to do with helping people or being safe or making America safer. It's all about politics. A million illegals since Joe took office, ladies and gentlemen. And Joe says there's no problem at the border. All those will become voters. <laughs> Not all of them, uh-huh. but a significant portion. You can bet on that. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. The Good Sheriff with us. This is your favorite hard-hitting talk radio broadcast. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. After the sudden death of comedian Bob Saget, two Orange County, Florida sheriff's deputies were disseminating information about Saget's death to their friends in social media before Saget's wife, Kelly Rizzo, got the information. The officers have been suspended for 81 hours for their roles in the case after being found guilty. Today is the first day of summer, and as Americans hit the road, the shock of how much gas prices will hurt is front and center. President Biden said Monday he hopes to make a decision about a federal gas tax holiday by the end of the week. Vice President Mike Pence on Monday called out President Biden for allowing this man-made economic disaster to take over America. All of this is a man-made economic crisis with 100% of the blame going to President Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats driving policies in the Congress of the United States. USA Radio News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. The Uvalde, Texas, parents of victims of the Robb Elementary School shooting have called for the resignation of School District Police Chief Pete Arandondo at an emotional school board meeting Monday night. Nineteen students and two teachers lost their lives by a crazed 18-year-old boy. The most patriotic state in the nation is a big one. 
In fact, it has more land than California, Montana, and Texas combined. According to a report from WalletHub, Alaska is the most patriotic state in the country. The personal finance website compared each state across 13 indicators, including veterans per capita, average number of military enlistees, Peace Corps members per capita, and the percentage of adults who voted in 2020. All 13 of the indicators fell into two categories, military engagement and civic engagement. Rounding out the top five is Montana, Virginia, North Dakota, and Oregon. The top five least patriotic states were Arkansas, New York, Rhode Island, Florida, and Massachusetts. For USA Radio News, I'm Kenneth Burns in New York. USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, airlines continue canceling flights by the thousands. They're blaming bad weather and pilot shortage, creating travel chaos. Sheriff, we've never seen this level of cancellations that I know of in America. Well, it's mostly, and I, I worry about that a lot because I fly a lot, and uh, I worry about uh, that this week, especially because I'm going from, I'm going to Washington State on Thursday, and then Friday I'm going to Florida. So uh, I hope I make all my events. But uh, the problem is that so many of the pilots started taking early retirements because of the COVID situation, and a lot of people were uh, quitting, laying off, getting laid off, and then trying to get them all back uh, has uh, been uh, nearly impossible. And uh, so they're trying to get uh, pilots out of uh, retirement and come back to work. And a lot of them have seen that uh, <laughs> they don't need to. Uh, and so uh, it, it's, again, uh, if, if you take Biden's uh, accusation to Trump, and all the horrible things that were going on the last part of uh, Trump's administration, well, uh, Biden said uh, everything was Trump's fault. And people said, question that. And, they, and he said, this is his country. This is his uh, brand. This is his footprint uh, on America. And uh, he is responsible. Uh, and now all of Biden does is no matter what's going on is deflect and hide and run and get to his basement and uh, act like he has uh, no say in any of this, including inflation, that there's absolutely nothing he can do, uh, that this is just a worldwide phenomenon. And and uh, then we we need to push through this because it's the transition of getting away from fossil fuels. So uh, it, he's anyway, this is his footprint. And what do you he's predict absolutely on this? Correct. Uh, what do you what predict, do I predict on this? Is this a, is this an intent? Let me give you kind of some re- relevance here. We destroyed the uh, mortgage industry and the housing industry back in '08, created the greatest meltdown ever since the recession. Or yeah. I'm sorry, since the depression, it was the greatest recession. Depression. Uh, and now they're doing the same thing to all things fossil fuel. You know what they say? Gas is going to continue to go up. They're talking about a possible uh, gas tax holiday. But that's just a temporary blip relief anyways. The truth is, it's just going up. It's intentionally done. They're turning off refineries left and right. They're turning off coal-fired power plants left and right. You're going to see a gas problem, a fuel problem. You're going to see a, an electricity problem. You're going to see all these problems on the wake of their agenda. It reminds me of the idea, you know, Sheriff, don't quit your job till you have a better one. 
Well, they're quitting yeah. their job. They're quitting energy before we have any better uh, things in place. The, uh, the Look, the writing's on the wall. You can see it. I'm predicting that the airline industry, is, it just gets worse. Even if they hire yeah, that, new pilots, that, the cost is about doubled as well to take a flight now. Right. Yeah, it, it has. It's it's. Uh, I've definitely seen that. Uh, and uh, I'm going to make all that tax deductible because uh, inflation is a tax. Uh, and I'm going to uh, deduct every one of those from our taxes. Uh, but uh, the problem is that we just have uh, a socialist, uh, if not communist, regime in Washington, D.C. And what Republicans and Democrats have been taught and inculcated about and brainwashed about is that uh, they are in charge and they can do anything they want, the, the Constitution notwithstanding. And it's just really frightening uh, to see uh, the disasters caused by these people, and then we still hold them up as heroes. Uh, and and I could and I could bring up a couple of senators uh, that we'll see around July 14th, uh, who you and I both uh, tried to talk to, did talk to in in some cases, uh, and they still do nothing about. The horrible things going on in Washington D.C. Uh, and uh, again, there's another headline out today about Amos Miller in Pennsylvania uh, being fined $250,000 by the uh, USDA. Um, maybe it's FDA, maybe it's FBI, maybe it's IRS. Who cares? They're all the same. And they, uh, well, I do know who it is. It's USDA. And uh, this was under the Trump administration where this started against him. And, um, and we, we, you and I and some others, Kurt, uh, tried uh, to talk to senators to get them to back off and leave these Amish farmers alone who are merely practicing their religious beliefs uh, in their business. And, and this is absolutely unforgivable. It's absolutely inexcusable that any senator would allow this to happen uh, but th- they do, and uh, the the IRS keeps marching on with their cruelty and their bullying and their criminal activity against American citizens. USDA is down doing it to these easy targets uh, and uh, these uh, passive law-abiding people, and now they're being destroyed uh, by a bureaucracy that is completely controlled by the United States Congress and Congress, what are they, what are they so involved with? Uh, well, mostly just getting reelected and fundraising. Well, they're going to steal your guns and they're going to make January sixth an insurrection and act by public television. That's well, I do like the, I do like shows. the Republican Party in the GOP in Texas who booed John Cornyn, one of their stalwart senators from Texas. They booed him when he took the stage because of his compromising on the second amendment and rightfully and wisely so, and I, so good for them and, yeah, and a lot my, of the republican platform off. a lot of the republican platform is good too we got to give credit where credit's due right? yeah it is yeah and all and right so here's the real the question Re- speaking of the republicans can ron beat don in 24 can ron beat don <laughs> hmm. ron DeSantis, can he beat donald trump in 24 that's the assertions, oh, uh, uh, and Don says, Donald Trump says, don't worry about, about him. I can still beat Ron. Uh, yeah, the debate's yeah. on, and I don't know who re- who's really running. Neither of them have announced is what's interesting about that. 
Well, well, well. Don is certainly running, and I don't believe. DeSantis I don't know if Don's running. running. He hasn't that. announced anything. No, he, he loves. Is. He loves to play games with you. And okay, make you, you mark my running. word right now. You mark my word right now. Everything he's doing right now is because he's running for president. Everything. Yeah, he is. That's one hundred percent. He's running. All right. He might. Time will tell. The. Yeah, the only reason he wouldn't is if he if his if he's health if he's not healthy or something happens that way. Right. He is so the question remains: Can Ron beat Don? And will Ron run? <clears throat> I don't think uh, DeSantis is running this time. I'm not going to say 100 percent like I know Don is Donald Trump is running, but I don't know about Ron. I think he might bide his time and be the be the star for the next one. All right, yeah. time will tell. We'll keep an eye on the ball, but uh, Don claims he still can beat Ron. Uh, I don't know about that. Time will tell. It all yeah. depends on what happens. Look, Donald Trump has lost a lot of luster. I know he still has plenty of power, plenty of money. I mean, he's paying uh, uh, the ex-wife of Gavin Newsom, Don Jr.'s <laughs> new, um, I don't know what you call her, concubine? I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, uh, and she literally got $60,000 for a single three-minute introduction uh, speech. So that's where your money's going when you donate to those guys. Um, yeah. And again, you know what? It, Donald Trump complains of election fraud. But as far as I can tell, when real people with real ability to do something about it want to jump to the to the cause, Don's absent. Donald Trump is absolutely absent uh, from the discussion as far as I can tell, Sarah. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people absent. And, <clears throat> and I still really wonder where... Uh, I mean, like Rand Paul, he really confronts Fauci, and rightfully so, and I really respect him for that. And he really is right on about both sides, Republicans and Democrats, um, being fiscally irresponsible. And that's putting it mildly, of course. Uh, but yet, I, I, I really, when it comes to uh, real issues, and, and he has assailed the IRS, but he, he needs to really take this. Uh, IRS. Uh, no, and, if he does that, he'll, if he does that, they'll just attack him and get rid of him like they did Steve Stockman, or they'll basically put him in diesel therapy and abuse him and ruin his life like they did George Hansen of yesteryear. You take on the IRS, you're going down, buddy. Well, if if a, a few more than just he would do it, then it would be a lot better. But uh, I agree with uh, that. The, the 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 wimps, you know, we we've got plenty of wimpy uh, politicians in Washington. Uh, and, you know, they have a hearing every 10, 15 years about the cruelty and criminal activity of the IRS. And they have a dog and pony show hearing about it. And then nothing changes and nothing happens. And they go on and say, oh, see, we did something about it. Well, they did. They don't do anything about it. And uh, so we're left to uh, the sheriffs taking care of this. The border problem. Sheriffs need to do it because governors in Texas and Arizona will not call up the National Guard and get this thing taken care of. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to expand my question, can Ron meet Don in 24 or will Mitt get the prize? <laughs> Ain't tight, ladies and gentlemen. I am Sam Bushman, Sheriff Richard Mack with me on Liberty Roundtable live. The 
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. All right, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack on your radio. So while Ron Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump fight it out if they decide to, will Mitt Romney get the prize? (laughs) I know it sounds preposterous, ladies and gentlemen, but I know this. These power-hungry bureaucrats, none of them really want to step back. The question is, who will the good old boy network promote next is the only real question, ladies and gentlemen. And I think Donald Trump might run in 24, but I think he's going to have a lot less mojo than he had the first go-round because of too many promises broken. Because while we wish Donald Trump would do certain things, he's proven he's really more of an insider than we all want to admit. All right? Anyway, the Pentagon now finally admits, and this happened under Donald Trump's watch as well, Sheriff, the Pentagon finally admits 46 United States-funded biolabs in Ukraine. After months of denials about the labs and claims that we are conspiracy theorists, uh, they had fact checkers declare it fake news and conspiracy, da 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 Now the Pentagon has finally admitted that the United States literally has funded and supporting biolabs in the Ukraine. We are told over and over they didn't exist. We are told over and over we are conspiracy nuts for bringing it up. Now they blatantly admitted there's 46 labs, Sheriff Mack. Well, but the question remains, what are they doing? Uh, are, All kinds are of they stuff. conducting legitimate services or are they doing uh, eugenics? Uh, and well, what are they on doing? who you ask, right? Well, yeah, exactly. You know, but why would we, why would we have, existing. yeah, I do. Why would we be funding a biolab in a foreign country? 
Well, that's, yeah, that's the other point. I said, I don't mind a biolab existing, whether or not the Pentagon should be part of that makes you think that they're doing something. Uh, well, and what about it being to... in the Ukraine, though, on the border with Russia? And now we're at odds with Russia and everything else. And you kind of go, why are we meddling there? Why are we there? Why would we have a lab there in the first place? What's the advantage? How can you keep it safe? How do you prevent, uh, even if you're doing legitimate research, secrets from falling into the wrong hands? How do you? Right. All I'm saying is it's nothing but disaster. There's no justification whatsoever, sir. Well, the what the lab is doing and and where it came from are two different things. So do, does the lab, is the lab conducting a legitimate service or, or studies or experiments? Well, do you want to add, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you want to trust government. the government? Do you want to trust the no, government no, 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 that no. told you that it exists, that it didn't exist and that we are conspiracy right. nuts? Are they the ones to tell you if it's performing legitimate functions or not? Yeah, but they tell us that UFOs didn't exist for a long time, too, and now they're kind of changing their tune on that, too. But, you know, it, what's the real problem and what are they doing is what I want to know. But well, that gonna, they're doing hold on, it, how are you going to know right the truth? About that. We, yeah, we have to trust the guys that were lying about it. Yeah, okay, you already so know I'm I don't saying, trust the federal government. I'm anything. saying there's no justification for being there whatsoever, and the fact that they lied when we even brought it up tells me there's right. problems there, whatever they are. I don't know that I can say for a fact, but I'm saying, hey, if they're going to lie about their even existence and they're backed by the Pentagon in a foreign nation, right. at the I least understand. it's a national security crisis. Well, it's definitely something we shouldn't be spending money on, uh, you know, especially coming from the Department of Defense, which appears that that's happening. So, yeah, I, I, I would have to say uh, – my angst and anger and objection would be the Department of Defense doing it in the first place. And if it is, then is that a legitimate concern for Russia? And you'd have to say, of course. So, well, and you also have to ask yourself a question, though. What is the advantage, even if the lab is doing legitimate uh, stuff, what's the advantage right. to, one, having it there in the first place, but not one, not two, not ten, not twenty, but forty-six. <laughs> forty-six. Okay, it, it's, it becomes a lie, but it, why in the Ukraine? Why on the border with Russia? It seems like we are just baiting our enemies. Well, maybe that's where Hunter Biden got his job, and he was making sure that they were all uh, being conducted properly. Yeah, so. yeah but see, we're not going to dig into that. That's not even real, Sheriff. Come <laughs> on, that oh, and boy. vote fraud's not even real. Well, I'd just like to know where Hunter Biden, with no job, really, except um, being a consultant to the Ukraine and, and to China on in engineering issues and scientific issues, um, where did he get just when his girlfriend or former girlfriend or one of his girlfriends or one of his concubines got pregnant and just came and he just paid her two and a half million dollars, just just like that. Well, that's no problem, is it? Because yeah, Joe Biden, for, Joe Biden's rich. Yeah, for a drug addict, though, that's pretty. That's pretty good money. But um, yes, it is, sir. But you see, know, that really, doesn't exist either. Neither does vote fraud. Neither do the labs. Anything you think up yeah. is nuts on parade, buddy. That's the problem. The yeah, United Census says that the uh, federal government's lying. That the um, administration's lying. Rick DeSantis says White House lying about COVID shots for kids. Governor oh, not for surprised sure. that 
that uh, mainstream media would amplify the lie. WND.com. So here's what happened. Ron said, look, we're not going to bring these uh, clot shots for kids in. There's no evidence that they're legitimate. Uh, even Rand Paul quizzed Fauci and proved, look, there's no evidence that they even work. There's a little legitimacy right. whatsoever here. Even Fauci says there's no studies to verify the data. Now they're literally rolling out these, the CDC and the FDA all on board, the administration on board. Ron says no. Now the mainstream press is saying Ron is literally preventing parents from letting their children have the shots. Ron says that's a lie. I'm just not going to bring it in and use my government capabilities or partnership to bring it in because I don't think it's legitimate. But, look, you can still order the shots. You can still get the shots. You can still take the shots. No one's violating your agency. But they're literally manipulating it as to, to be that Ron DeSantis is a tyrant and he's preventing shots now. And then the media amplifies this dishonest manipulation of the truth. Sheriff? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, big surprise. Uh, Washington, D.C. is lying and Fauci's lying. Well, Fauci uh, bragged about how he got the vaccination for COVID, uh, had three boosters, so he's had at least four, and then he just recently got COVID. And I think what we know, and, and I said this to my son and daughter-in-law, who both got the backs, uh, and we were uh, in Texas talking to their neighbor, and I said, after we had that full discussion, they were talking about all that, I said, I think we can come to the bottom line is this. The vaccination has not worked. It has not been proved safe or effective. And people who get vaxxed get COVID. And people who <laughs> and people who uh, don't get the vaccine also get COVID. And so the vaccine, the vax really has provided nothing to us except a potential of early, early uh, heart attacks, blood clots. And uh, a change of your DNA, which uh, appears to lead to further health issues as you get older and even early death. And so that's all we have from this COVID vaccination. And thank you very much, uh, Donald Trump, Dr. Fauci, and Joe Biden, and Washington, D.C. politicians trying to play God with all of that. No, um, it's all out of uh, it's all out of control. All Typical right, I'll add insult. Corruption. I'll add insult to injury for you. Headline says this COVID shot will be available. Never. These drugs will not be manufactured. WND.com has the story. What are you talking about, Sam? You ask. Health food. Or I'm sorry. Health experts claim that the Food and Drug Administration had fully approved the Pfizer inks. Uh, BioNTech COVID-19 shots called Camardi or however you say them, right? But the truth is the drug company now has revealed they simply won't be available. You heard me. The company has updated the Center for Disease Control and Prevention's website with that detail. As Liberty Council has stated from the beginning, there is no FDA COVID shot available at all. Let me say that again. There is no FDA-approved COVID shot available. They're all under emergency use. Now, all of them are under emergency 
authorization. And we brought this up, and they said, oh, you're full of conspiracy theory. It isn't true. The only reason we haven't changed the labels is because we have too much inventory of the other one. But my response is if you have literally an experimental shot and an approved shot, I don't care what inventory you have on hand, you would go to the approved shot, wouldn't you? Well, they didn't, and they couldn't, and they can't, and they don't, and they the list goes on and on. But now they're admitting blatantly they don't even have the approved one available, and they're not going to have it available. We told you so, folks. Now they, they say we're conspiracy nut. Now they have to admit we're right, Sheriff. Oh, uh, yeah. No, th- there will be no admission like that, and there will be no apology, and they'll, they'll not ever go. No matter what happened in Ukraine or happened about this, they will only go on to another issue. They won't ever stop and say we were wrong. These so-called conspiracy theorists uh, were right this time. No, that, <laughs> that is not part of their DNA. <laughs> Excuse the pun. Uh, no, they will just go on to another thing, and they will shame everybody uh, and force everybody to take these vax, uh, vaccinations that obviously have not worked. And now give them to children. Well, I predicted a long time ago that it would be you would get them at birth. So as soon as you're born in one of their government hospitals, they will vax your kid, whether you like it or not. And uh, there you go. Uh, a vaccinated, ready for prime time. Uh, death squads in every hospital that are supposed to be uh, protecting our health and who's going to protect our health choices is really another good one. I don't know how to respond to this except for we told you so, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, we did. So it's it's really startling that we, we still allow this as a people, but I'm really proud of the GOP in Texas who really, I don't know, Wow, how they got so many conservatives together in Texas like that to actually boo uh, Cornyn, uh, the senator who thinks gun control will help everybody. None of these gun control measures are aimed at criminals. None of them. They're all aimed at law-abiding citizens. And and so, uh, secondly, uh, the only thing, even a hint from the founding fathers, was that you can try to keep them away from criminals. Because uh, I think it was Samuel Adams said, who are peaceable citizens, uh, you you must guarantee that to peaceable citizens. Well, they're not. They're always attacking the peaceful, law-abiding citizen, uh, and the, the, the crime will go marching on. Uh, mass shootings will continue under these stupid laws that they're trying to per- perform uh, and promulgate. It's going to continue, and they keep pretending to the American people that we're going to make you safer. 20,000 gun control laws already exist in this country, every one of them promising to keep us safer. None of them have. Yeah, we just got to get them there earlier so they can sit around for an hour plus and do nothing, sir. Then we got to try to take the guns away from the good guys. You got it? Why? Because they want to destroy America. And when we told you they wanted to destroy America, they mocked us and laughed at us. And now every single day as they get more and more desperate, the evidence becomes abundantly clear. Hour one in the can, hour two coming up. Simulcast with the Sheriff Mac Show on TV. See you then. God save the republic. Anytime. 
the Bivy Stick and its two-way satellite messaging gives you the power to reach loved ones, to send emergency messages, or request a rescue. And to use this device, you do not have to register your name, and you don't need to turn on location services or reveal your geographic location. The battery life is several days in duration, and you can easily recharge it using a small portable power bank. There are only about 20,000 Bibby Sticks that will be available in America this year. Get yours now while they're still available at sat123.com. That's sat123.com. Dr. Eric Duputi, I hope you're having an amazing day today. I am here with the great Dr. Alan Keyes, and we are on the set of Brighton TV. If you're not being plugged into Brighton TV, you're missing the truth, the whole truth, and the truth will set you free. You get to hear great information from the one and only Dr. Alan Keyes, and we have such an amazing lineup of people that are on Brighton television all the time that you're not going to get this information on the mainstream. People are saying, why don't I hear the stuff that you guys are talking about? It's because you're not plugged into Brighton television, and you need to be plugged in every Cuarta noticia, tú no sabes. Ah, por la Buenas, buenas. También la Organización Mundial de la Salud declara. Fuego, fuego, Shushi llama a los bomberos. Will the candidates support Boys and Girls Pub? A new America is coming forth. support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. A whole lot to discuss. Not enough time to get it done. Sheriff Mack in the house. Welcome, sir. Sam, it's great to be with you on Brighty on TV on the Sheriff Mac Show again this beautiful Tuesday morning. Thanks for being here, everybody. We've got a barn burner. And ha, as usual, in this in this environment today, we have a lot to talk about. Man. And certainly not enough time to get it all done, ladies no. and gentlemen. Turns out the COVID shots that we told were approved. Turns out they're not ever going to even be released. Yeah, I kid you not. The health expert said that the uh, flu sh- or the uh, COVID shot would be available, but it turns out it's not, and it will never be available. They say, right? Think about it, folks. Well, I wish they'd get why. There's I wish no they'd get rid of all of them. Shot. Well, I agree. With they're just going to stick with the experimental one. You got to ask the question why. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyway, so I thought I'd bring that I top to your that off with this the, FYI. Should I top all this off with yeah, the quote? Yeah, you should do your quote, and I should introduce it. Ah. So you're ready for your quote. Go. Supreme Court decision. Now, get this. This is really powerful stuff. Sam, you already know, and most of our viewers already know, this is the most powerful Tenth Amendment, most historic, powerful, uh, constitutional uh, Supreme Court decision uh, in the history of America. Okay? Mac Prince v. U.S. The only time in history sheriffs sued the federal government, and the decision actually says this. It is an essential attribute of the state's retained sovereignty, of the state's retained sovereignty, that they remain independent and autonomous within their proper sphere of authority. That the states remain autonomous and sovereign in their proper sphere of authority. And their proper sphere of authority is <laughs> delegated to them by we the people and they must remain accountable to the people, not to the federal government. Amen and thank you. There you have it. A critical decision. And I agree it's the most powerful 10th Amendment decision ever rendered. But you know what? Sadly, people aren't using it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like they need to. Where on earth are the states to stand up and say, we're not doing your red flag gun laws? We went this go round 25 years ago with the Brady Bill when Sheriff Richard Mack beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. Okay, but yet it's, it, they're simply not using the tools that our founders and even modern day judges have given us, which is this dual sovereignty idea to where the states have no obligation to obey federal mandates whatsoever, funded or unfunded, Sheriff. No, that's a that's a key point to all of that, Sam, is that we are not subject. States are not subject to federal direction. They are not our boss. And this decision makes that extremely clear all throughout the entire decision written by none other than Justice Antonin Scalia. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I just don't understand what we're going to do uh, in America when we jettison everything that matters. Uh, I, I don't know where to go. Now, let me give you an example. They want you to believe that Donald Trump's lying about vote fraud. That Donald's evil, that he's lying, and man, those lies caused January the 6th. And we put on a dog and pony show on TV and, and everything else. But the latest headline I find fascinating says this. Hillary Clinton is refusing to back down from claims that she did not fairly win the 2016 presidential election, claiming in an interview published on Friday that her losses in two key states were due to voter suppression by the Republicans. The former Secretary of State and two-time President Loser um, told the Financial Times that voters were turned away from the polls. Those are normally two Democrat being, stronghold states. Yeah, they, yeah. they created voter suppression. Oh, my God. And it turned out to be a loss for her. And now she's still, she won't admit that she oh. lost. So let me get this straight. Donald Trump says he lost in 2020 to vote fraud. The Republicans say say there's vote fraud. 
Some of them. Most of them reject that too, the deep state ones. But now you have Hillary literally saying, but I won in 2016 and I got robbed. And so somehow they want you to believe Donald's a liar in 2020, but Hillary's right in 16. Now, yeah, it gets worse. Um, no, what's this guy's name yes. in uh, Georgia? Uh, Brian Kemp. He stole from Abrams in 18, she says. And so she yeah. goes, yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. sorry about that. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is now the Democrats are blaming the Republicans for vote fraud. Hillary's that at the helm good. of it all. And it goes back to 16. It goes back to the hanging Chad days. Really, we need somebody to write up a history of vote fraud in America because the history is rich. Yeah. Can you hear me? Well, I just saw the uh, review from the Texas GOP, uh, and they made it a part of their platform. And they passed a resolution as the GOP overwhelmingly, it says, overwhelmingly, the GOP passed a resolution that yes. Joe Biden was not lawfully elected president of the United States. And then, of course, yes, thank you. the reporting agency editorializes and said the false claim, falsely claimed, the word was falsely, that they used that the news reporter business here is saying that the entire GOP, thousands and thousands of members of the GOP in Texas, claim that Joe Biden did not win the presidency. How do they know it's a false claim? Show me any investigation. Please. No, you just lie. Please. You just lie and say it's a false claim, kind of like you did the labs in the Ukraine. Yeah. Kind of like you did to yeah. UFOs. You just flat out lie until we overwhelmingly prove the facts, which we'll do right now. I'm delighted to introduce two guests. Their nicknames are Two Red Pills. So TWO, Two Red Pills.org. Their names are Jennifer Orton and Sophie Anderson. And they have put up an incredible and amazing fight. For records, ladies and gentlemen, in the great state of Utah, uh, they're involved in promoting freedom, fighting evil, and exposing corruption. TwoRedPills.org. Uh, and so two Utah moms are in the news big time. They filed an open records request. They call them FOIA requests on the national level. They're grandma requests on the state level. And they wanted election records. And so they filed a request Jen, for example, filed requests in all 29 states, or all 29 counties in the state of Utah, sorry. Right. And um, she then said, I want you to secure those records before they're deleted. Long story short, the state lieutenant governor freaks, tips off reporter, blocks access to all of them, and calls the feds, ladies and gentlemen. This is all written up in Gateway Pundit. Uh, article written by the main founder and editor there, Jim Hoft, documenting all the details for you. You want to learn more, you want to read the article, tworedpills.org. And Jen and Sophie, welcome to the Sheriff Mack Show. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. Well, so who got who involved first? These, these, are two, these are the moms I've heard who, so much about got, in Utah. Thanks for being here. Who got who involved first? <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, Sophie actually taught me how to do public records requests. She'd been doing them for several years. Yeah, um, Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Sophie. 
Hi. Um, so but we have both been fighting that, the fight. You guys decided that you thought vote fraud might be possible in the state of Utah. You started to dig in and absolutely deep state government lost their minds. Who wants to take that one? Yeah, I will. Uh, Sophie and I, first of all, we started out originally with overturning, helping overturn the mask mandate with a lot of public support here. And then we transitioned quickly into the elections when we realized that we were up against a time frame to preserve the data. That 22 mark, 22 month mark to destroy it was uh, way too close for us. So back in December, she took several um, subjects, the tabulators and the ballot images. I requested for the copy of the backup copy of the project database and also the cast vote record report. Well, it was the project backup database request that I think really triggered them because that was the one that... um would, uh, how to explain it, it would really just blow everything wide open on what was going on in our machines and in our elections. And we had had a statewide outage on a lot of servers. And we've been told, and this was right after Cox got inaugurated in 2021, very, very convenient timing. Um, we'd been told that that information had been destroyed and have records of one gentleman in a county actually being able to save the data. So we know that that was documented, that there really was an outage. So by my asking for a copy of the backup copy, it really sent them into a tailspin because had I asked for the original data, they might have been able to just say it was destroyed. But anyway, that triggered them. It got men on my porch. It it got a lot of things, trackers on cars, surveillance, followed, hacked, bugged, um, you, you name it. But nothing deterred us at all. To be honest with you, we didn't give a whole lot of, of worry to any of that. We were just focused entirely on the goal of preserving this data and getting it into court as soon as possible so they couldn't legally destroy it. But rumor is they already had. So this will get really interesting. Sheriff? Oh. Sophie, do you have anything to add to that? Please do. Well, yeah, it's just, um, you know, I think Jen and I, as mothers, we have a lot going on in our lives. We're taking care of our kids, our husbands, our, our homes. Um, as we started going down this pathway of, of preserving this data and trying to um, hold these people accountable for what happened in 2020 in our state, if they wouldn't have these reactions to every one of our actions, there's a good chance that we might have said, you know what? There's nothing here. They're transparent. They're willing to yeah. give over the data. But it's the cover-up and the lack yeah. of transparency that has helped us just fight, fight, fight. And um, I, we just love that every time we do something, they are so reactionary. Um, and it just helps us know what to do next. One of our well, favorite I, 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 reactions we've gotten from um, the lieutenant governor is she actually put out a four-page statement memo um, directly referring to our public records request. I mean, she literally lifted some lines from one of the appeals I had written. And in that statement memo, 
she was forced to, this is actually pretty funny. Um, we had, I had appealed for the project backup database one and had listed probably 12 to 14 points of law, which justified the counties giving us this information. Well, originally she had sent a, a template. We have proof of this, a, a canned response that she admitted to writing that where she directs all the counties to not give us any data whatsoever and to keep them sealed and destroyed. And she told them that if they gave it to us, it was a violation of Utah law. Well, it wasn't. Oh so in my appeal, I don't think she expected, you know, this mom to to hit back. But we, we listed the law and said, no, here's at least 12, maybe 14 and growing points where this is actually inaccurate and you need to give this to us. Well, the counties at that point were, were not sure what to do. So they wrote back to the lieutenant governor saying, hey, we followed the template like you said. We did everything that you wrote. And now I've, we've got these appeals that we don't know how to answer. You're telling us not to give it. ESNS, the, the vendor um, of the machines themselves had gotten involved. Their lawyers wrote a letter to the counties saying it's a federal offense if they give us this data, that it, it poses a security risk and puts um, the entire critical infrastructure at a risk. So it's, you know, it's scaring them with a federal crime. So these poor county clerks are just in the middle going, what do we do? At the same time, so the lieutenant governor has threatened the counties that if they give us any data, she will sue them right away. So in this response, it's oh really kind of comical in a, in a way because um, she has to say it's in my opinion now. So she went from saying it's a violation of law to having to recant and say, in my opinion, you shouldn't give these to these people. But she called us self-appointed, unelected, untrained, uncertified individuals who are basically trying to ruin the republic. And at the same time, she also said asking questions about elections and trying to get election data is um, not in the public's interest. Well, I really like the term you used to upset the uh, infrastructure. You, they mean the infrastructure of their cover-up and their corruption. You're going to upset the entire system of corruption in the state of Utah, if not the entire country. I have to tell both of you ladies, both of you moms, uh, we're having on July 12th a huge press conference in Las Vegas. Uh we're at the Ahern Hotel. I will pay for your hotel, and I'll reimburse you your travel expenses. We want you there. We want you to tell this story, hopefully in front of the nation. Uh, if we'll, we'll take care of the details later. You're invited. We want you there. We need you there. We're having other sheriffs who are doing these investigations. We're having other organizations, Mark Fincham from Arizona and some other people all across the country. Ladies, I think it's vital that you attend that. We will be there. We will be there. We're so honored. Thank you. Wonderful. All right, uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is critical. Some... Yeah. Go ahead, Sam. This is critical, okay. ladies and gentlemen. What I want to do with the remaining time, because we don't have a lot of time with these two, uh, in my opinion, patriot um, ladies standing up for liberty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Jennifer Orton and Sophie Anderson are their names. Two redpills.org. That's T-W-O. Two redpills.org is their website. Now, when you guys filed all this, the government melted down and freaked. They blocked you in 29 counties and they literally called in the feds. Now you're under all under surveillance and having all these problems. Where do we stand now? How much evidence and proof do you have? Uh, where do we go next? I mean, give us kind of a thumbnail. 
Well, and, and let, let us just bring up another, another fight we're fighting, another battle we're fighting. Um, Jen and I filed a lawsuit against, uh, three counties in District 4, um, for these data election returns, the tabulator tapes, the ballot images, the backup, um, project database, and the CVR report. The reason, the whole reason we did this is number one, to preserve the data. And number two, these election returns will undeniably prove the fraud and the stealing of our elections in Utah. And so it is, this is the biggest deal possible in Utah. Um, but what is interesting is our lovely Lieutenant Governor, um, Deidre Henderson has filed to dismiss a motion to dismiss our, um, through, sorry. Our lieutenant governor through the attorney general's office has filed to dismiss our case two times. And so the, we, the, we, we have to ask ourselves, why in the world, if they're, if our elections are the gold standard, they're beautiful, they're perfect, they're fair, they're transparent. Why are they so adamant to stop us? In their exactly. own words and on their website, it says election integrity is our top priority. And we're like, can you please prove that? Because you're not even allowing us to ask a question. I mean, wouldn't you want to know where the process is broken in this whole thing? Um, this isn't a witch hunt. This is a hunt for truth and preserving our First Amendment right, which is our vote. And among other things, we have a right to public records. We have a right to know that our votes are counted as they were cast and to just shut us down and try to make threats. And these things, I mean, let's talk about the threats for just a second. We have Governor Cox, who ran his own election. 2013, he's installed as the lieutenant governor of Utah uh, when the uh, previous person conveniently resigns. Um, that same year, Senate Bill 25 is passed, which in a state of emergency, get this, seven years ago before COVID, seven years before, in a state of emergency, it gives the lieutenant governor power over all the elections in case of mass hospitalizations or anything else. Cox runs his own elections. He runs his own election and then right away, he, you know, gets installed. We have a server outage. We have machines that are getting swapped out. We have... Um, um, legislators behind closed doors saying that he's told them that he will ruin their careers if they even question the elections whatsoever. We have him the same week that I asked for the project backup database, the same week he publishes in the paper a threat. I fully believe this is a threat because I, this is when I had the men on my porch that said that citizens who question election integrity and are conspiracy theorists about the election um, are playing a very dangerous game. And that is exactly his quote. So we took that as a threat because at that time, that's when people were sitting in front of my, in my house, watching my house and everything else going on. We have the lieutenant governor who just the week before admitted to sending the FBI after, um, people who were doing a canvas, good people who were doing a canvas. We also have proof in public records of the director of elections, who at the time was Justin Lee, who received an email from a gentleman in March of 2020 election year. The gentleman happened to ask, hey, look, I've heard there's vulnerability in some of these voting machines. Um, can we look into this? Well, the answer was they weren't going to look into the question. They contacted the Department of Public Safety, the Department of Homeland Security, and the FBI on this man, and we have yet to find him. We've been trying to. We hope he's all right. So we have our three top levels of government officials in Utah, the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the director of elections, proof of them making threats 
against people who investigate this. Well, that just tells me we need to investigate it 10 times harder. What are they hiding? Amen to that. And we also Absolutely. need we also need oh. to get sheriffs to lead these investigations so we can be, go beyond FOIA requests and grandma requests and literally subpoena information uh, for true uh, opened up legitimate government investigations. It turns out as yes. well uh, along the way, you guys discovered that there are um, modems in the ESS machines. They tried to claim there wasn't modems. Now it turns out we've proven there are modems. We've proven they shipped the machines with modems. And now what they claim is, yeah, but they weren't connected to the Internet. But these are wireless modems. Um, the problem is they're going to get caught there, too. Let's start with Jen. Oh, well, it's interesting because Utah uses ranked choice voting, which is a very uh, convenient way for the left to get their own people installed. Um, there's proof that people who actually win the election are not the ones who win the election using ranked choice voting. It's not fully audible. It is not fully a chain of command. Um, there's algorithms involved. It's an ugly, ugly thing that we were a test state for. And anyway, uh, ranked choice voting requires that we ho be hooked to a modem. Um, Hang on alone. just a minute, so ladies. Hang on just a minute. We're, we're at a hard break. Stay on. Stay on. We don't want you to leave until uh, after this break, but Thank you so much for the work that you've done. Thank you. Thank you. We're with you. God bless you. Stay there. The Sheriff Mack Show in seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you guys get Phil line. Hello, I'm Dr. Steve Hotze. The Dr. Hotze Report airs every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. Central Time on Brighton.tv. I'll take you behind the scenes so you can know what's really going on. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. If you want to prevent yourself from getting an infectious disease, then it seems wise for you to develop a strong, healthy immune system. Wouldn't you agree? I've developed an immune pack with my recommended dosages of vitamins A, B, C, D, zinc, magnesium, and probiotics to support your immune system and to keep you healthy and energized. I've also formulated a teens pack and a kids pack. Order your Dr. Hotsey Immune Pack today at physiciansprefercevitamins.com or call 281-646-1659. Use the code BTV at checkout for a 10% concession. Uncle Sam says you're a terrorist if you know vaccines are dangerous, but the real Osama bin boosted are getting sick, and Fauci can't hide it. One man has had enough of the madness. There's a sheriff coming after the shot shells. I'm going after them individually. Every single one of them. Individually. I'm coming after you. Every one of them I am. Christopher Key has founded Vaccine Police, and he will arrest tyranny. They're making me hung up. They can be executed. So this stops. It stops here, guys. Let's go in. Vaccine mandates for kids. No. Mask mandates for little Mikey. Heck no. School boards have been put on notice. No man is evil, and I know man is all about money and power. It's open season on treason. Vaccine police are on patrol. Old Bill Cotchill, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when vaccine police come for you? Support the resistance. Go to vaccinepolice.com. Forget the wolf flu. Back the blue. Vaccinepolice.com. Ohio Brett here, host of... 
The Ohio Brett Show for God, Country, and Sports on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv, the fastest growing streaming TV network in the world. And the reason why it's so important, because the Lord is using us to get truth out to we the people. Center left, center right, we're uniting like never before. Blacks, whites, Asian, and Hispanics, all uniting on Brideon.tv. Brideon.tv. We'll see you soon. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, the Sheriff Max Show, simulcast on Liberty Roundtable Live. Man, have we got a barn burner show for you folks. I'll tell you what, we have two incredible guests today, Jennifer Orton and Sophie Anderson. We're talking to them about vote fraud in the great state of Utah. You know, Utah is a non-important state. It's not one of the key five. It's not, it wouldn't change the outcome of the election. Oh, wait a minute, it would. (laughs) Yeah, it might not change the Donald Trump issue, but it will change all kinds of offices where vote fraud is being committed. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to understand vote fraud is at every level, in every state. These two ladies are doubling down and exposing it like nobody's business. TwoRedPills.org. The governor, the lieutenant governor, everybody's freaking out. They're literally sending the feds to their houses to harass them and threaten them while all they're asking for in all 29 counties in the great state of Utah is preserve the records. The government absolutely comes unhinged losing their minds. And in the process, we discover that not only were their modems, their wireless modems that were shipped with the machines, they tried to lie to us and say there were no modems. Let's let Sophie take this one on. Yes, absolutely. Um, in internal memos that we um, we were able to get through with these public records requests, we have undeniable proof from the ESNS um, company that they admit to the EAC, which is the Election Assistance Committee, um, that there are modems in every single DS-200. It is not a matter of if there's one version that does contain modems and another that doesn't. Every single DS-200 from the ESNS company contains a modem. Now, they do say that you know, um, only certain people from, from ESNS are able to access these modems. Well, that is not true because, um, at DEF CON, um, it is called I, I, I voting village. Um, it's this conference, this annual conference where. Yeah, it takes a village there now. Exactly. Well, yes, yes. Well, after. At this conference, um, at this conference, they um, they allowed these hackers to have access to a D- DS two hundred, and it took less than two minutes for these hackers yep. to hack into the yep. system. In fact, in fact, they said it could be done during the time that it took for a county clerk or a poll worker to turn their heads around. They could hack into the system and do whatever they wanted to the election. Um, and, and to the machine. And so, um, it is. Oh, so Sydney so... Powell's not so crazy after all, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There you have it. I ladies mean... and gentlemen, these women have brought beyond probable cause to the table. That's why we at the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association have issued a press release that we've distributed to over 6,200 media outlets. It's been republished by over six hundred key media outlets, including the AP, Fox, and many, many, many other huge organizations. 
And uh, in addition to our press release, we're now documenting stories of sheriffs that are willing to investigate legitimate beyond probable cause vote fraud from 2000 mules to now we discover they lied about the modems to on and on and on. Now these two, in my opinion, Patriot ladies uh, are literally bringing forth more and more evidence like you wouldn't believe. Just imagine if every state was on fire like these two ladies. And now this is the question for representative of the state of Utah, Phil Lyman, who's now with us. Welcome to the broadcast. And what do we do when we have this kind of evidence from these ladies? The absolute deep state Utah government is going psychotic. They're losing their minds over this. Welcome, Phil. What do you say? Well, thanks, Sam and, and Sheriff. It's good to see you again and appreciate everything you're doing. Hi, Phil. I guess the thing that we do is we is we stop lying to each other that everything's okay. You know, I, 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 I've thought about this quite a bit, trying to create an analogy. And it's like if, if a stranger is walking around in your living room, and you ask them to leave and they say, why? I didn't, ta- I didn't take anything. I'm not, I'm not affecting you. And, and that's what we're dealing with in these elections. People are expected to just accept the, the narrative that because they, we can't prove that something was stolen, that we should be just fine with the dysfunction of, of this, of this system. And legislators are waking up to it. Um, but there is a lot of pressure as, as, as you can both attest and certainly Jen and Sophie can attest. There's a lot of pressure to, um, uh, go along to get along. Uh, keep the narrative. Uh, uh, you, you'll have people show up at your house. You'll you'll have uh, audits. You'll have arrests. Things like that. And, uh, and people have got to recognize what's happening. Bill, you know, let me ask you: sure. What is your current what is your current position? I'm now in the Utah House of Representatives, state representative. I was a county commissioner in San Juan County when I got to know Sheriff Mack originally. Okay, great. Now, we also want to make sure that you attend uh, and you're invited to attend uh, where Sophie and Jen will be on July 12th at our uh, press conference in Las Vegas. Uh, same thing for you. Your travel will be paid and your hotel at the Ahern, which is not a casino. I, I hope you're familiar with it. But the Ahern Hotel, uh, they've got us a real great deal there. So anybody attending, just uh, uh, we'll, but we'll take care of your hotel there. And uh, we got you covered. We'd love to have you there along with these very brave women. Uh, and, oh, and by the way, Jen and uh, Soph, uh, how many children do you have? You're always bragging about being moms. Well, how many children do you have? We each have four. Ah, nothing. I have four okay. kids, yeah, <laughs> ages 13 to right. 18. So it's a, it's a wild one. Wow. Yeah, it go. means the husband and wife each have a hand with a kid in them and they're, they're, uh, you know, fully, fully, uh, overwhelmed with, with children and the blessings that come there with. Uh, so Phil Lyman, a quick question to you then. These ladies are taking this to the courts, taking this to the grandma requests, which are FOIA requests to get information. They're doing their very best as citizens. We're asking the sheriffs, what are they willing to do to, to do to help? But I'm also asking the legislators, what are you guys willing to do? How do we move this ball forward for honest elections, sir? If we don't have honest elections, in my opinion, in America, we have nothing, Phil. Well, Jen and Sophie represent everything that's right with America. You know, it's, it's supposed to be government by the people. And, uh, and when, when there's uh, a threat on our, on our system, you know, a certain level of, of indignation and hostility is is required of, of citizens. So I, I guess what, what I'm doing as one of 104 representatives at the, in the legislature is, is trying to raise awareness with my colleagues that, that this is a real issue. And it's and it's interesting, back in October of 21, 
uh, it was me and one other representative who were sounding the, the, the alarm on this. And we were called, you know, conspiracy theorists and promoting the big lie and undermining democracy and all those things that, that uh, Jen and Sophie already referred to. And, uh, but now as, as information starts to come in and as people start to see that, yeah, we're not conspiracy theorists, this is, this is actual, uh, uh, the, the, I just, the, so. go ahead, Phil, I'm keep going. Sir. I'm on TV. What can I do for you? Yeah. So, so I'm saying that the tide is, the tide is turning on this with, with legislators, uh, legislators starting to recognize that, uh, that this is not a, a, yeah, a, a hope. Thank you. That this is a, this is, this is a very real thing and that these people need to be supported. And, and we're, we're seeing a massive turnover in the House of Representatives this go around and a few of them, uh, that are running and have already won in the primaries and will be the next representatives have said that they ran, they put in when they watched, uh, my house on election integrity was purely a bill to be able to verify elections, claim voter rolls, uh, getting rid of the universal mail-in ballot, and the way that that was shot down by leadership and by the committee, a few people said they put in to run for the House of Representatives at that moment, and two of them at least have already been elected and will be in the House of Representatives, and we're going to see a lot of rhinos uh, leaving the House and a lot of good people coming in, a lot of good patriots coming in who who are going to stand up, and, and government moves slowly. It's unfortunate, but it does move slowly, but I feel like we're moving in the right direction in, in the House, and, and certainly the, the other side is, is ramping up. The, the, the left is ramping up on this, too. So we're, we're, we're coming down to a showdown, and, uh, you know, no better time to be an American than right now when you have something to actually stand for and, and wrap your hands around. Sure. Yes, thank you for that, Phil. Thank you. Uh, Phil, what is going on? You mentioned the rhinos. Are we really going to be able to get rid of them, these Democrats uh, and the socialists and these corrupt officials? Are we really going to be able to clean house, or are we going to just have to do this, the Sophie and Jen thing and uh, take this back uh, one person at a time, expose the corruption, ex- expose the fraud? And the bottom line is, as you mentioned, this really has nothing to do with Trump, does it, in Utah? No, no, it's not about it's not about Trump. It's about uh, you know an honest an honest process when it comes to our elections. That should be important to people. But you're right, it's not about Trump. Yeah, because Trump would have won Utah no matter what. We're talking about other races throughout the state of Utah that really we're talking about here. We might even be talking about sheriff races in some of these counties uh, in throughout Utah and it, county commissioners and mayors. It could, it could affect all of that, but of course, state legislatures, uh, or state legislators and our United States congressmen and, uh, women and, uh, the U.S. senators from the state of Utah. Really, that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about Trump. Well, and I had this discussion with the lieutenant governor and I said, does, does Utah have an interest in Wisconsin's elections? And she had kind of a puzzled look and I said, we do have an interest in it because that's what tips the balance in the, House of Representatives in Congress and in the Senate and and in my county I'm I'm in I'm in where the Bears Ears National Monument was designated and then undesignated and then redesignated we're going back and forth and these things have a these things have an effect so so when we look at our ESNS systems and, and David Becker and CTCL and Eric and all of these systems that are corrupted and say well we're fine to just keep using those we're not fine to keep using it even even if Utah's elections if we could show that every vote was counted and was counted perfectly, 
I would say we mm-hmm. still have control weaknesses in our system that if someone wanted to hack it, they could. It's kind of like saying, right. you know, the bank hasn't been robbed, so why lock the doors at night? You know, it, it, we just we have to secure yeah. these things. And, and who's your sheriff there in your county in San Juan? Uh, we have um, it, it was Sheriff Eldridge, I think, when you when you got to know him. Uh, now right. we've got Jason Torgerson. Uh, he's okay. not running again, so we're going to have a new sheriff here in a few months. Okay, that's what I was, I was wondering about Rick Eldridge because I have him quoted in my presentation. So uh, we lost a pretty good sheriff. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah he, 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 he stood up, said, said he's a constitutional sheriff. And, uh, yeah. and of course, he said, "Who? I didn't know there was any other kind, which I, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's our right. job, he said. <laughs> it's our job to be constitutional sheriffs. Uh, Sam, did you have a follow-up there? Yeah, I want to know. You mentioned that only one or two, you guys were the one or two guys saying, hey, there's concerns here about, and they soundly just rejected you, said you're lying, you're peddling the lie. The, now how many are starting to wake up, though? We've been really working on this. My buddy, uh, Lowell Nelson, uh, who was involved in a lot of the primaries and the caucuses, he literally, um, you know, when they took the caucus votes, he literally demanded a copy of the votes and showed that there's anomalies, even with the clickers. And he virtually proved it, but nobody seemed to care. Phil Lyman, uh, how many people really care now and are, are willing to start to stand up against uh, this dishonesty? Well, so I'm a CPA by profession, and so I'm familiar with auditing and control risks and things like that. And and when we take the universal mail-in ballot model, I can take and say, okay, well, here's my voter rolls, here's my votes cast, and uh, and divide one column by the other. It's math. Yeah. And when you say that, uh, you know, universal ballots, ballots, uh, universal mail-in ballots increase voter participation, I say that's true, sometimes up to 200%, which should create a problem for people who, who know how to do math. And that's all I've said from the beginning is I'm simply, I'm simply crunching the numbers and saying something doesn't add up. When I showed these to, to one person in Utah, uh, a group that was, you know, opposing me, uh, showed them that the precincts that were over 200% voter turnout, they said, how is that even possible? And I said, that's a good question. That's the right question. And we can't get that the is. answer because we can't get the voter rolls. We can't get the, we can't get the answers, but obviously there is a problem here. Uh, and it's not widespread. They, uh, you know, that, that, you know, maybe 10% of the precincts that are coming in with anomalies. Um, but in, in a business, you wouldn't, you wouldn't accept that if your, if your bank reconciliations were off 10% of the time, you'd, you'd get a new, you'd get a new CPA or a new bookkeeper and, and that's where we're at with our elections. We've got to clean it up, and, and we've got to address the the issue, and these voter rolls. And, well, and the CSPA, Sam and 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 I and the CSPA really take issue with any public official like Barr, William Barr, the Attorney General, saying uh, there wasn't mm-hmm. any evidence of widespread voter fraud or election fraud, uh, but even if there was. It's not enough to overturn the election. We completely reject that and say any voter fraud, any election fraud, whether it be one vote or 200%, as you mentioned, it needs to be investigated criminally. It needs to be investigated by our sheriffs and our state agencies and our chiefs of police, but especially our sheriffs because they don't have to ask permission from anybody. They're autonomous. They're independent. And they should be standing up for the people in Utah and in every county there. And even the sheriff in Salt Lake County, she should be investigating this. And I don't care who you are. I don't care what party you are. Investigate 
all the crimes associated with election fraud, any other crime to do with this. Investigate the public officials that are now going after these two wonderful women, these two wonderful mothers. Let's take care of this and let's find the truth and expose it and let the consequences fall where they may. Folks, Sophie Anderson. Sophie Anderson, what's next? Um, what is next? Oh my. Um, we, <laughs> we have actually had the honor and privilege to start working with and collaborating with, um, people across the country that are, um, working on election integrity. Um, I don't know if you know this, but, um, uh, last month, Phil Lyman rented out a movie theater and, um, it was, it was mass hysteria for patriots across Utah to get a ticket to 2000 mules for, um, Phil's showing of that. And so we did that and we've had, um, we're, ha- we're now communicating with, um, with different people that are, are just bringing every aspect of the fraud and our elections to light. Data analysts, um, the people looking into the third party, um, NGOs that, that infuse millions of dollars into our elections to sway them. Um, so I think Jen and I's, um, next, next, What's our next mission? <laughs> well, you know, we've been able to, and, and particularly Sophie, she's the queen of public records requests. We've been able to get quite an arsenal of proof of the collusion, not just in Utah, but between states, among states, among organizations, among the vendors. And we are actually getting ready to expose a lot of that stuff here in the next week or two or three, as long as until we can, you know, get these stories completely organized, but she's probably got 20 or 30,000 pages of documents that we have just been relentlessly researching and organizing for the last few months. We are working with some of the, the biggest influencers and people that have reach across the nation to help get that information out as soon as it's ready shortly. And that's what you can look forward to is we're, this isn't just about a lawsuit and preserving data. This is about saving the country. We, and people have asked me before, they said, weren't you afraid with these people? I'm like, no, never for a second was I afraid when these people were on my doorstep. But every day I am petrified that this country becomes communist. I will not will not stand for that. And I know Sophie and Phil Lyman are the same way. There is no way we're going to let that happen. We will do absolutely everything in our power. And what we can't do, we will turn to God and use his power to fight this evil. Well, my hat's off to you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the work you're doing. Uh, You're living proof that we still have government by, for, and of the people. Uh, This is our country. This is uh, these are our elections. We are in charge. Your lieutenant governor is not in charge of your elections. There's, the only duty he has is to make sure, or she, is to make sure and guarantee that the elections are run with integrity and honesty and fairness. And there should never be a problem with trying to verify that. So, again, my hat's off to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I was going to ask you. And you've already answered what you thought of 2,000 Mules. Uh, we are trying to get every sheriff in the country to watch that movie. We are not drawing any conclusions except for this. And that is that this documentary, as amazing, startling, and compelling evidence of widespread election fraud, 
If that's not true, we want D'Souza and Greg and Catherine exposed as the fraud that they are, or we want it exposed, uh, the, expose the evidence that they, uh, uh, demonstrate in that movie. And we want every sheriff to verify if, or if there was election fraud in his county. And you have to look at about five to 10 different methodologies as to how that election fraud occurred. Bottom line. Amen to that. Sam and me is this. As long as, and I need your input on this, Phil and Sophie and Jen, <clears throat> whoever wants to go. As long as we're using computers, we can never guarantee uh, election integrity. Is that true? Absolutely. And I need to say this really quick before we're off. We have a sheriff running for uh, Salt Lake County Sheriff right now, Nick Roberts, that we absolutely have to get him elected. We have not had access to um, sheriffs here in Salt Lake County for the last decade. They have um, all of their 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 investigative powers basically have been stripped away, and they are left only with being able to work at the jail and do administrative functions, like passing out masks at county buildings. Um, we have to get Nick Roberts in to restore a constitutional um, sheriff back in Salt Lake County, which is where the capital is that can help look into these things. He's an amazing man we're so excited that he's running yes yes send me send me that information we'll follow up on that last question before we let you guys fly we're out of time do we have a single sheriff out of the 29 sheriffs in utah that has expressed willingness to help investigate phil i don't uh, i don't know of one honestly um there's a couple jen? that i that i would presume would do it jen in all our, I've met with several of the sheriffs. I have yet to find one in Utah that has the courage and the patriotism to to do anything for we the people. They're they're the last stand um, for our Sophie, constitutional rights. I don't mean to interrupt, Sophie. Do you know of any? I do. I know of none, and I've met with some, and and there are none that have the courage and patriotism to act on on what they need to be doing to protect the people of Utah. But if there is one out there, we'll be able to give you the data to look into. Just contact us. Phil Lyman, ladies and gentlemen, and these two ladies have thrown down the gauntlet. Sheriff, we got to find the sheriff that has the guts of the state of Utah to take this issue on. They have the evidence, the information to deliver. To learn more, you got to go to their website, tworedpills.org. Thanks for listening. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah. 
a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Barn burner broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. We're investigating vote fraud like nobody's business. We need people to step up and get involved, like these two wonderful ladies from Utah have done. Final news headline before the end of the hour. You ready for this? Police report proves plain clothes electronic surveillance units were embedded among January 6th protesters. So when they tell you they didn't know this was going down, they didn't have intel on the spot of what was really happening and anything else, they lied. They lied, and now we caught them. Do you understand how significant what I'm saying is? Do you understand how serious these claims are? Police report now proves plainclothes electronic surveillance unit members were embedded among January 6th protesters. That is huge, folks, because when they claim they didn't know this was going down, how do they know to embed all these people? And they claim they didn't have intel of as things were unfolding. Uh, that's not true. You literally had plainclothes embedded people that worked for the government that were literally doubling down on, and now they claim they don't know who Ray Epps is. They claim they don't know who the perpetrators were and are, even though they're on surveillance video captured by Revolver Magazine, World Net Daily, the Epic Times, and many other wonderful news services. And now you look at this and you go, they act like they didn't know anything. But now they arrest over 800 patriots, many of them. For example, even Simone Gold got arrested. Did you know that? The, one of the leaders of Frontline Doctors. They claim her crime. Speaking at the January 6th, now what they call insurrection. She gets two months in jail. Shame on them all, ladies and gentlemen. The only good news is with great intrepid reporters, the truth is coming out. Thanks so much for being alongside, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk radio always at your fingertips. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. LibertyRoundtable.com. BrighteonRadio.com. And we are syndicated by the Loving Liberty Radio Network, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.